Welcome everybody to Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Sponsored by Raz Energy, Steiner Sports, and Super Draft Pro. Here is your host, Ricky, a.k.a. The Prez, Lid Alright, this is Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. I am on my, on the show live with Alex the Bear Man. Alex, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I am doing fantastic. This is gonna be one of the most amazing interviews that you're gonna you guys are gonna hear. Uh we're currently on with Eric Jake from Wild Eric Street. Eric, yes. how you doing, man? I'm good. I'm 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 trying to make my um make it so that we uh we uh, my fans can see our our fans can see us too. Oh, Fantastic! Cool. I'm great. I'm great. So um, <clears throat> so yeah, like we're hanging out in Fort Worth today because um, we finally have a day off. You know what I mean? It's it's <laughs> nice. Um, we all needed it. Like yesterday was seven hour drive from Topeka, and we got to the show. Man, it was hard. It was a hard drive, but we made it. Are you guys on the bus? Are you driving like a rental van or? Uh... No, um, I um, I have a a, a Chevy thirty five hundred. Oh, nice! Is, and it's it's bright red, like this red. It's <laughs> <laughs> whoa, <laughs> but yeah, it's awesome. And you know what? Um, <clears throat> um, I'm very happy. Um, we uh, we had some like car issues last year, but. It all worked out, you know. I got this nice new van that's that um, has air conditioning and a radio, and um, and I got a great drummer and a great bass player and great guitar player. So, what else could you want? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, first off, we're gonna let everybody know that Eric and the uh, the guys are from New York, so this is actually a really big privilege to be a radio show in New York and be able to actually interview somebody from New York on the show. So again, Eric, thank you for giving you, giving us your time. Well, you know, New York city. Kick ass, right? Yeah. There's nothing like New York city, you know, and no band that comes from anywhere else is like New York city bands. We're, we're, (laughs) we're nuts. You guys are so passionate. So, Eric, I'm going to ask a few questions here because um, being from New York, you probably know about a lot of the stuff, the places that are, that are here. What got you going? What got you started uh, with uh, doing the music and where you're at now? Okay. When, <clears throat> when I was eight years old, I saw MTV for the first time, right? <laughs> and uh, I had a, a three-string acoustic guitar in the closet that apparently my cousin uh, – um, I inherited from my cousin who I, I didn't really know, you know what I mean? But, um, so I would bang on that guitar every day until like, um, I was like, um, I saw Guns N' Roses and Aerosmith and Motley Crue. And I was like, um, mom, dad, I want to play guitar. You know what I mean? Because like, because I love this and I got obsessed with guitar. And, um, so I, I, I kind of fell out of obsession and got obsessed with a lot of other things too for a little while in in my teenage years. Um, but then um, came time for college and what do I do? I played my first professional gig when I was 11. So I want to play music for my life, right? So um, I went to college for guitar, graduated from music school, and uh, and uh, played session work with a lot of bands for years, right? And then I started Wild Street, and everything uh, everything's been better since Wild Street. So Eric, I gotta ask. So the moment that you basically found that interest, you were basically hooked from that moment on, and you've never let go. Well, yeah. Like if you think about it, like Slash is still one of my favorite guitar players. But the like the the people that I listened to first 
in my life, like Prince and Slash and um, Joe Perry and, um, you know, there's any, like any number of um, Mick Mars, you know, it's like the people that shaped my whole life and I can't do anything else because um, it, it has like, music is like profound. It like, it changes you. It makes you, um, it makes you into something else. And, um, and so eventually, um, <clears throat> eventually me, me and uh, my best friend, well, okay, let me tell you the story. So my best friend moved from San Diego to New York City, right? And he was a singer in a hardcore band. And he, um, and he didn't like singing so much, you know, but he, he was really into writing songs and we really both liked Elvis Costello and, and a lot of glam metal, you know, let's, let's face it, like, you know, because like, um, you know, and, and, and like other things like, like, uh, My Chemical Romance and like all these, all these bands that were like doing stuff, but like we wanted to do something that was totally different than all these other bands. And we had no idea that like in Europe there was Crash Diet and Hardcore Superstar. We had no idea. Like all we wanted to do was write universal songs that people can sing and like, and um, like that were larger than life. And, and kind of um, part of it was also like, we wanted to, to show people how good we can play without um, showing people how good we can play, making it sound simple, but making it really complicated. And that, that's why we made Wild Street 1. That's what Wild Street 1 is. Wild Street 2 is a band record. Wild Street 3 is a combination of Wild Street 1 and Wild Street 2. It's attitude and, um, and production and, and technique, you know? Um, and so that's the story of my music. Now you mentioned Slash. Obviously, Slash has been a uh, a very big, iconic guitarist since the. Uh, I, I probably would even say before the beginning days of Guns N' Roses, because I've 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 seen all of the the, the prelim GNR stuff, and it's just as amazing as it is now. Uh, now that he's um, working with the conspirators, and uh, I have to say though, I'm sorry. He's amazing. Like, um, I like Miles Kennedy. I like um, the Conspirators. I like Slash's Snake Pit. I like his work. I love, actually. Uh, my favorite is his stuff with Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Michael Jackson is one of my heroes. You know, Michael Jackson died on my birthday in 2009. Ooh. Um, oh, man. Which is kind of depressing. But you know what's not depressing? Purple Rain came out on my birthday. He's so, yeah. And George Michael was born, so like there's a there's a lot of good things that happened on in June 25th. You know what I mean? Wild Street Three came out, and uh, we played the Whiskey a Go Go this year. So many many good things. But um, um, Michael Jackson is one of my one of my favorites. So if if you were to put yourself like in a comparison level, like you guys have been around for a while now, you've obviously played with a lot of great bands. I saw you played with Black Veil Brides, which is one of my personal favorites currently, like right now, uh, just hearing all of their music. I, uh, I, well, we were at Rockfest this week, and um, we got to, um, we were lucky enough to stand in the press pit, I guess. Yeah. And um, man, Black Veil Brides are so good. Like, they've been good ever since I've, I've seen them. Like, 2013, we, we played with them at... Um, I think it was called the PlayStation Theater at that time. It's um, in Midtown, and it's a nice, it's a big room, and it was sold out, and it was a great show. But um, man, they've they've been so good. They're so good. I respect them. Like, and um, anyway, um, moving on. Yes, Black Veil Brides are amazing. They they are. Um, they are. I have to I have to say though, like, how is it to have the music of wild street mix in with so many other great bands especially like if you are opening or you're playing toward like uh, with Rockfest, for example like how does how do you feel like all of wild street fits in with a lot of the other different uh groups well like okay so part of a part of being in wild street is like people try to like call us like glam rock or sleaze rock 
I, I didn't even know. You know what, what I said when somebody called my band Sleaze Rock the first time? I was like, what are you insulting me? I was like, what, what, what's this? Like glam rock I accept because I love David Bowie, right? Um, but like, um, we are just, we're playing hard rock and it's song minded, right? So we can fit in with anything really, because that's why, like, if you listen to one tattoo, which is totally different than anything Wild Street has ever done, right? That, um, and then you listen to Tennessee Cocaine, for example, that's more bandy and more, more rock oriented. It's like it's one band. What connects this? It's like the the sound of the band. It's maybe uh, the the guitars, the, the 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 vibe, my voice. You know, it's like um, Wild Street is much more than um, than just one genre of music. Is what I'm trying to say. So it's the ability to be able to change, like definitely with uh, from track to track, to give everybody that different feel of what the abilities of the band are. Yeah, like we want, um, like, I like being different and I like being, um, <clears throat> I like Wild Street to do what Wild Street wants to do on Wild Street's terms. Like whatever me and my, my bandmates decide is what's going on. Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to be anything that I'm not and I'm not going to like try to force us into anything. Like I like, I just I like rock music. I've always liked rock music since I was a kid. And I like other kinds of music. If you want to play that kind of music, that's fine too. I, it's like um, Wild Street doesn't doesn't set limits. I don't set limits on things. You know what I mean? It's like you don't, you don't know where your creative mind is going to lead in, in five years, you know? That is true. Just, Absolutely. Just rock, you know? Don't think about it. That's, that's hey. <clears throat> Go ahead, Alex. Eric, I was actually, you know, learning a whole lot about the band. And, you know, I spent almost two days listening to y'all's music because I had to go back because it's just so absolutely brilliant. But And I was reading that you guys have toured in Europe, and that you, you guys have even toured in France and in Switzerland. But I got to mm -hmm. ask, what in what country in Europe was the best country to perform in and why? Well, okay, let me tell you this. Last year, we were one of the only bands in the world who went to Europe, okay? Like, mm -hmm. it was Wild Street, and no one else, maybe Guns N' Roses, you know what I mean? Like, um, and so, let, let's just say, like, um, <clears throat> I can say that every place that we've played is great, and fans are not, there's no better shows or worse shows it's, it's sometimes the smallest show that we ever play, like the biggest dive bar is the best show ever. You know, like, um, for example, last, like, um, Rockfest, maybe we were stuck in our heads because it was a lot of people, you know, but last night, killed it. We killed it. Booby Trap Bar in Topeka, Kansas, we killed it, you know? So sometimes it's, it, it's, it's just about like, um, eh. It's like we bring it, you know, no matter what. So I, I can't say what is the best country that we played. Swiss Rock Cruise last year was absolutely amazing. Thank you again, Daniel, for um, like that was last year was insane. And um, <clears throat> and uh, our, our 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 booking agent in Europe, it, um, they're awesome. The No Name Agency, and that's uh, Christian Pinto. You know, he's like, thank you. Like last year, like in Marcial, Marcial, how do I say it? I can't remember. Um, and uh, Lyon, like it's my my hometown. I was actually born in Lyon. It's like amazing, like amazing. Oh. Like the shows, like you know, like the, the fans were so into it because everybody's been so pandemic. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Eh? It was just it was just good to have finally have a blessing to actually go to live concerts again. I mean. <laughs> You just totally made my day. You perform in my hometown of New York. I mean, that feels so good. Yeah, we killed it at this place called Rock and Eat. And you know what? It was one of the best, the best shows of last year. And it was, it was uh, about half full. But for pandemic crowds, God damn, that's great. You know what I mean? It's like this year is different. It's a little different. It's starting to get back to normal. You know, so like you expect more people and you expect more more things. But um, last year was 
it was people were at home and scared. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. We know yeah. all about that here in New York City. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in the state of Texas, so it was kind of uh, we don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's I know because I, I was in Texas most of last year too. <laughs> yeah, but yo, that's Boston Texas for you. Sucks, you know what I mean? So defiant to what the government tells us. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna we're gonna get up one of the first uh, Wild Street tracks to ever play on Pipe Bomb Radio NYC, and just to let you know, Eric, tomorrow. Because uh, this is pre-recorded, it's being recorded on the uh, 18th of July. July 19th is our 300th episode, so we are going to be airing okay. some Wild Street yeah. on the air tomorrow. Um, but we are going to play some uh, Wild Street, Born to Be, hanging with Eric Jake, Pipe Bomb yeah. Radio NYC. lead singer from Robots and Gods, and you're listening to Pipe Bomb Radio. Rock on! All right, Pipe Bomb Radio NYC, here with Eric. I got to say, like, something. Okay, so our guitar player, Spencer, uh, he's, uh, he's filling in. He's in this band once around. Last year, let me tell you why there's two Born to Be's, right? Born okay. to Be was originally released... Um, me and my best friend recorded it 
um, by ourselves and released it as uh, a pseudonym, Rave the Kill, because we didn't, uh, we had no interest in having anything to do with Wild Street. But um, <clears throat> so, and we started Wild Street. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. But uh, anyway, so we recorded the song in 2014, right? And yeah. so then the guys, my, my, my old bandmates, were like really into this, this song, right? And, um, and so we decided to record it on Wild Street 3. Um, <clears throat> the original version and One Tattoo came out both in 2014 as the pseudonym. Right. Mm. I wrote to, um, <clears throat> well, first I was sitting in my car with, um, the guitar player who's filling in with wild street for this tour. My, my friend, Spencer, Rast stars, Rast stars once around. And, um, <clears throat> and so, um, we, we were sitting in the car and we were talking and he told me, you know what me and Sebastian, that was our prom song <laughs> born to be born to be right. Wow. And I was like, Dude, I, I just like this version better. <laughs> um, even though it's just it's just a few of us, you know what I mean? It's like just um, but um uh, let's face it, I <clears throat> I do like the version on Wild Street 3, but the a born to be RLK is like it's right here. You know what I mean? It means more yeah. to me. Um and you know, my my I was really into layered guitar solos at that time, so I stacked like seven guitar solos on top of each other. Go figure. But um, <clears throat> but um, thank you, Spencer, for reminding me because um, when I <clears throat> I sent the Born to Be R.O.K. and One Tattoo to Mark, our record label president, and I was like, I was like, um, maybe we'll put this out after Mrs. Sleazy. You know what I mean? And um. He's like, man, I love these songs. So cool. And well, it came out. It was good. I, I'll tell you, this version here does make you get you, get out of your chair. Because it's, it's got a lot of energy to it. Yeah, it's like, <clears throat> um, truth be told, um, it was mixed by um, Wild Street 2 and Wild Street 1 is like producer. And it was a different time. And, you know, there's no amps. There's no real guitars. There's no really, it's Jimmy playing drums. So I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? He played drums with his mouse. You know what I mean? It's cool. Yeah. Like it's, it's energetic and I love it, the it, song. It does sound like it has a little bit of synth in it, mm -hmm. which kind of gives that, uh, that original feel to it. The, the high energy sound. So I actually am, I am a kind of a little bit of a fan of having, that in there i i love bass too by the way that bass. song has bass i love it <laughs> it has bass yes it's brilliant it's on so many levels i mean i don't even know where to start where i say what do i like about the song i mean i when i'm in that situation i just say well i'm ju i just feel so blessed and grateful that i got to listen to such a fantastic song that's how i feel about oh, about yeah. about the band i mean you guys are awesome I, I don't regret spending like an entire day listening to Wild Street because I figured if I'm going to interview you, not only do I need to learn about the band, but I need to learn, I need to appreciate the music. And with, with y'all, I was hooked after just after I was probably hooked after 20 seconds into one song. I'll be honest. Um, no, I have I have to ask Eric when it comes down to the <clears throat> songwriting, the 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 lyrics, the like the whole setup. Is it usually like a quick, smooth process, or is it a process that you sit there and you kind of let it marinate for a little while before you sit there and go into studio and try to like put everything together? Well, let's let's say this: in the old days, uh, like Wild Street One, I spent a year on Fist of Fury. You know what I mean? I don't do that anymore. I like I know what I want. Um, because I've been playing my I've been playing music my whole life and I know what's good. So generally, um, either <clears throat> I finish the instrumental or um, somebody sends me an instrumental and I can come up with the vocal melody and the lyrics in um, an hour, especially on the elliptical, which is crazy. But that's the truth. I um, I write most of my songs on the elliptical and and I write the vocals very fast. Um, <clears throat> as far as like uh, 
like getting the 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 recording takes and 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 guitar takes and guitar solos and stuff that takes a little bit of time you know maybe a day or two but i'm not going to spend a year on a song anymore you know what i mean like yeah. uh say goodbye um which is our new single newest single right yeah. <clears throat> won't be a part which was written in just like easy does it it was like written and recorded in like uh, a month you know what i mean like um um say goodbye it, it um like it stewed it's it stayed around for a little while right but it wasn't it wasn't right and then because the rhythm section wasn't right so, yeah um, but um creative process it's weird it's like sometimes it's the right time and sometimes it's not the right time i i didn't answer your question but that's the truth no actually you did because right because a lot of a lot of bands and we have quite a few independent artists that we air on the show um once again we are talking to eric jake from wild street i, I i've seen a lot of them put together music in like a day like you've said but then I've also seen bands that have sat there and said, hey, you know what? We've recorded it, and then we don't like it, and then they have to go back in and change a riff or change a lyric. And sometimes the process can take like three weeks, a month, two months, just till they feel that the sound and everything else that goes along with that sound fits perfect. Not every artist can legit put something together in a day and say, okay, this is going to be the first track on said album when we release it on said date. You know what I mean? Well, like every, everybody works different. I, I wrote, me and my buddy Kyle wrote Easy Does It in one hour. And at 7 a.m. Really? At 7 a.m. Um, like I used to have to go up to Washington Heights, Washington Heights, um, Master of Mayhem. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I know Washington and, Heights myself. And you know how far that is from Brooklyn too. It's yeah. like an hour by train, hour and fifteen minutes or something. Mm -hmm. And and <clears throat> I got there. I had Easy Does It in my lyric book from tour, right? And we just wrote this song. It, like sometimes it takes an hour. Sometimes um, figuring it out and and making it making it right takes a little bit longer. But like Easy Does It um, has like four million YouTube views. You know, it has six hundred thousand streams you know it's like people wow. love that song. like I, I but it was written the truth is it was written in one hour and i spent like <clears throat> a year on fist of fury right and um it doesn't have uh, that kind of reach you know what i mean fans like what they like um um i can tell it shows that fans really i can tell it shows and by YouTube stream or YouTube views and Spotify streams that fans love set it off, right? And I love singing that live. You know what I mean? Poison yeah. Kiss, another one of our music videos. Fans love it. It's like um people associate Wild Street with Poison Kiss. Um Poison Kiss was also written very fast, you know. Set it off was written without any instruments. It was written uh, me, my my best friend Jimmy, and my friend who actually produces house music were sitting on in my old apartment without any instruments and we wrote the melody and lyrics and entire and and we um, like we came up with like a scratch vocal without playing anything why because it didn't matter because it was the the idea was to make something that sounded like <clears throat> It's like as as universal and as large as like you know, Bon Jovi or or like uh, you know, Imagine Dragons. You know what I mean? Like, um, but like with a you know a lot of modern, a, a little bit more modern elements. And and then um, I went to Europe and we're touring with another band. And Jimmy put together this instrumental that was brilliant. And it was like, it's totally funky. You know what I mean? So there's no there's no uh, one method. There's many methods. Mother was an instrumental that Jimmy wrote in 2014. It wasn't arranged. It wasn't done. It was just like he, he just wrote it because um, he had seen he'd been working on this project. Right. <clears throat> um, because he had come um, and 
you know, even when he wasn't in the band, he would hang out with Wild Street. So he would come and he would hang out with me, you know, because he's my best friend, you know. And so we we uh, played the Rockstar Energy Uproar Festival, and it was massive. And but we all watched Avenged Sevenfold, and Jimmy's like, "Yeah, maybe I can write something that's like Avenged Sevenfold or Alice in Chains inspired." And I was I was going through like a Chris Cornell and Alice in Chains period, and he sent this to me, and I wrote. I wrote the vocal like in, I don't know, two days, right? And so like, um, and so he, uh, <clears throat> while I was in Europe, he put together the the final instrumental. We gave it to the band and the band played it. You know Sounds what I mean? amazing though. It does. Yeah. It actually does sound amazing. Mother is, <clears throat> it, it was the point of Wild Street 3, you know, because it shows people that we're not, we're not what they think we are. You know what I mean? We don't limit ourselves. So I have to beg the question. Uh, a, a lot of bands, they just entitle their albums. Is there an album that's not going to be numerical? No. Wild Street 4. We already have the name of the album. And uh, and it's going to kill. <laughs> I can't wait to have Alex, our drummer, and Don, um, our bass player. Don has been in the band since uh, 2019. Yeah, I tried to get him in the band for 10 years, you know, and uh, he uh, he was he's a great drummer, but man, he's a great bass player. So um, <clears throat> I just like uh, Wild Street 4 is going to be a band record. It's not going to be um, it's going to be about writing songs together and 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 coming up with what 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 we want to do, because I feel like um, I feel it's it, like um, what I want to do is that I want to make a record that that's m many minds, not just my mind, you know, and not just Jimmy's mind or Kyle's mind, you know, it's like, um, we all have experience touring is gives you lots of experience, you know what I mean? Like we, we know what works and what doesn't. And I think that, um, I think that that's the way. So I stand by this. <laughs> so I don't take myself too seriously, but I, I I'm, I'm definitely convinced about this. <laughs> All right, Alex, you got, you got some. Solid, yeah, you seem solidified in your, in your decision, and and I can tell based on how brilliant y'all's music is. I mean, y'all are basically beyond the point, like where y'all know what you're doing, and you guys are very passionate, and you feel very good, and you guys have strategies and plans. So I think y'all are doing a very good job. Man, I, we're getting there. We're almost yeah. there. You know what I mean? It's like, a, it's hard, you know, like, um, it's rock music is hard because it, um, well, when that, that's about having a passion, when you have a passion about something, you know, it's going to be hard. And I think it's the challenge that really motivates us to really have that passion. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's just, um, you, you just love your life through rock music. You know what I mean? Love your life. Like, that's all I got to say, because. Okay, before we. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please, please. Um, So before we get to the next track. I have the five questions of death. Now, the five questions of death normally are things that we can actually get to know the artists with. Okay, so remember, this is this show has been unscripted, uncensored. So if you feel rain. Go, okay, go fuck, right fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the first question uh, of the five of death is the late night go-to snack. Well, um, um, I would say um, lettuce and tomatoes. That's it. Basic simple I, salad, right? Simple salad. That's what I eat. Sweet. Okay. Question two. Now, this is the one that throws everybody off. All right? You go out to eat. You get like the biggest, juiciest burger. I'm vegan. Oh, okay. So then that makes you that right there. Oh boy. Although wait, potatoes are potatoes are, are vegetables, so you maybe still begin to eat potato. Um, yeah. no, yeah. no potatoes. No, I'm allergic actually. Um, really? I, oh, I, I I'm the weirdest person you'll ever meet, but man, I rock. <laughs> you know, I I don't think I've ever heard of somebody allergic of a potato before. Because I'm the pick. I'm actually the pickiest eater in the world. So I was like, I thought I was like that, and look at that. And yeah, it's no exaggeration. 
I am it's, the pickiest eater in the world. I always tell people, try me. Tell me all this stuff. I'll tell you I don't like them. You'll, you'll go crazy. I could drive Chef Ramsay crazy in about 30 seconds with how picky I am. I can <laughs> drive people crazy, but I don't. I, I'm like, eh, if I can't eat, then I don't care. <laughs> when I was a Where kid, it was came? different, but as an adult, it's not as bad. I, I can guarantee that. Okay. So we'll, we'll mix off the, uh, the fries question because <laughs> that's usually the, the stunner. Uh, pre-show, like, do you have any pre-show things that you go through? Uh, yes, I um, generally um, uh, <clears throat> do some vocal warm-ups because, you know what, I am a voice teacher. So I do a uh, very few. And then I scream a little bit because, you know, um, you got to, because you got to free yourself up. And uh, and then I eat a bunch of gummy bears. That's it. So that's better than the the not having the green M and M's in like the green room thing, right? No, nah, uh, I don't care about. Um, I just like Harib Haribo Haribo candies from Germany. Like I like I like just plain gummy bears. Why? Because um, it, it, it's um, it's not so vegan, but it's good for my bones and also sugar. As much sugar as I can possibly have before a show is good because I don't do drugs. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, here's number four, and this is the unique one. Obviously, you're from New York. New York has had has a bunch of great venues. If you were to pick one venue that sticks out the most that you've played at, where would it be? In New York. Yeah. Uh, specifically. Um, okay, so. I'm going to say that the treatment always is fantastic. I'm going to mention some venues, but, and then say another one. So the treatment at the knitting factory, right? St. Vitus and Bowery Electric are fantastic. They always take care of Wild Street, okay? Um, but um, the best was Irving Plaza. Let's, let's be honest. Like um, we played the PlayStation Theater and it was, it was sold out and like, it was like crazy amounts of people. But um, Irving Plaza to me is, is, um, is my favorite. Well, it's very, it is a very iconic place. Yeah. It's amazing. It's and a lot amazing. of great bands have played there. Okay. The final question of the five, the most iconic show you would play with, Groups you'd play with and the venue. Okay, and the venue. Okay, easy. I'm from New York, Madison Square Garden. That's the venue. <clears throat> um, I would say Guns N' Roses, uh, Wild Street, uh, Hardcore Superstar, um, and uh, Wolfgang, uh, um, Eddie Van Halen's kid. You know, his record is so good. It's the best record of 2021. Besides mine, of course, you know what I mean. Ha, no, ha, I think ha. I think Wild I'm Street just, can move ahead of that one a little bit. Uh, I, oh, definitely, most definitely, it's, no doubt about it. It's crazy, <laughs> but um, okay, so um, and Sixty Nine Eyes would play, and um, um, Once Around would open. Why? That's a because pretty that is a pretty knockout lineup right there. I would say so. That is a and, pretty uh, it's big something, knockout something lineup. for everyone. You know what I mean? It's something for everyone. Definitely. All right. We're going to get up another Wild Street track. Uh, again, we thank Eric for giving us some time to be able to interview him and get to know him because uh, that's one of the things that we love to do on Pipe Bomb Radio NYC is to get to know all the artists, get them shown. A lot of things pop. And uh, again, this show here, Indie. So uh, we try to do our best with that. Uh, we have one tattoo by Wild Street. This is Pipe Bomb Radio NYC. Rat stars. <laughs>
This is Ali of Pressure, and you're listening to Pie Bomb Radio in New York City. It's not just a name, it's an ad. Pipe Bomb Radio NYC on with Eric Jake, Wild Street. What's up? What's up? How Dude, are you? That guys? track is still sick. I've heard it seven <laughs> times, and it gets better and better every time. Thank you so much. That was, that was my sixth time listening to it. I, I'm probably going to listen to it at least 10 more times today. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. Thank you so well, much. I mean, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I have to say, uh, Eric, Doug had you set the center view up with us. Okay. Uh, so shout out to Doug, by the way, because he says he has a lot more lined up for us. So we have to uh, legit get out the uh, gloves and sticks and just try to bat them out. Um, Doug is the best. I got to hang out with him, and he's the sweetest dude. And he's just—he's um, been a Wild Street supporter for for a while. And I got to meet him face to face for the first time this year, and it was no disappointment. The dude's awesome. You know what I mean? So you're at Rockfest right now. Obviously, you guys are kicking ass like you did last night. Uh, what what is up after Rockfest? What do we uh, get to see Wild Street do? Well, um, uh, Thursday, we're heading to Mexico and we play four shows. And this is the biggest thing in my life. Let's let's face it. Like Mexico is huge for us. Um, our, we have the most um, fan base in Mexico. And I can tell you the story one day, but um, eh, we'll, we'll, we'll skip to. So Tuesday, we're at the Dead Horse in San Angelo. Wednesday, we're at in Laredo, Texas at Wonder Theater, I believe, or Wonder Lounge. Um, Thursday, we play <clears throat> at um, we play Monterey. Friday in Queretaro, I, I believe. And uh, Saturday in Toluca and Sunday in Mexico City. And this has been um, in the works since 2019. It's really huge for us because um, my friend Christian, um, who runs this company, Bearstain Entertainment, you know, he, uh, he's been wanting to have Wild Street in Mexico. And so we finally did it. You know what I mean? And... Um, um, I'm, 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 we, we call our tour Kings of, uh, Kings of the World, right? It's like we're, we're getting there a little bit at a time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, but it's, it's huge for me because I've wanted to do this, and we have so many fans that are so into Wild Street. Um, and, like, it's, like, it's weird when you have, like, a video that's viral, right? So, like, you have, like, scattered fans all across the world. And it, it stops this regional band thing, you know, where you build your fan base regionally and then you expand. But when your fans, when you played Rocklahoma 2009, you know, after putting out your first record, right? And so then you're, all your fans are in the Midwest, right? And then And then you put out a music video that goes viral and all your fans are scattered across the world. It's like, it changes like the kind of, it changes the game, man. <laughs> so we just, um, um, it, it makes me really happy to be able to do this. So is, is, is there another break after the Mexico trip or are you guys coming back or are you still going to be out on the road? Well, we come back and we play um, <clears throat> Mississippi, Georgia, um, South Carolina and Tennessee. And then uh, we go back to New York for two weeks and we, we're also playing Rocklahoma this year. So, and we're, this is the Rocklahoma tour is a bit longer than this tour. It's a, about a month, right? Wow. So we, go, we go out for a month and then we come back to New York. I, we give everybody a little bit of time off and then we write a new record. That's, that's my plan for the fall. Sweet. And like I, I don't care about touring. I don't care. We have a, a new manager, um, Erasmus Management, and <clears throat> a new booking agent, B Squared Management. Um, and um, but the rest of the year, we like um, when you make a record. I'm old school, right? So you you tour for two years, okay? So you support your record for two years because a label's investing money in you, right? Yeah. Um sort of 
so you you kind of like uh you kind of tour for two years right so now it's time to make a new record and tour for another two years after that but i want to make this record really fast and i want to make it as a band record that's that's all i can say we we put us a lot of singles because golden robot supports wild street a lot you know but um these were all like um uh, things like you know while i was figuring stuff out and also to get us through the second year of touring okay um i stand by everything that we've released with them because they they're awesome and the songs are great so um so go listen to mrs sleazy on spotify go listen to born to be and one tattoo on spotify go listen to won't be a part and say goodbye because um that's that's um that's a little bit of stuff to listen to that's that's newer than wild street three you know what i mean yeah definitely so before we before we let you go what is the down what is the downtime going to look like like is there hobbies that you get to is it just kick back and like throw on netflix and hulu like what do you think the downtime is going to be really there's no downtime um um also i have a song coming out with um with jen with bliss my heart it's coming out on friday like uh it's called beyond i think it's the best song that we've written together and <clears throat> man she killed the vocal holy hell it's great oh, i have to, i have to hear <laughs> it's like um it's kind of like 90s 90s rock inspired like kind of like garbage kind of like nine inch nails marilyn manson um and very different and people will love it um but <clears throat> so um when i when when I don't do Wild Street, I do other people's projects and mm. I teach music and I do Ashtanga yoga. Well, definitely when you get back, hit me up. Let's hang out. Come and hang out with you. Definitely. I'll bring the woman with me so that way you can hang out. She can get to, to meet you. Eric, it's been absolutely amazing, bro. Absolutely yeah. amazing. And once again, I am honored to be actually interviewing the first artist on this show from New York, because you know, also us New Yorkers, we all stick together. You know, that's that's usually what well, it is. Yeah, well, it goes without saying. You know what I mean? No, no places like New York City. You know, it's absolutely, Eric. Thank you, dude. I tremendously appreciate it. Uh, give a shout out to the guys for me. I hope you guys uh, a lot of luck on the rest of this tour. And uh, like I said, when you guys get back, we'll sit down and have a, uh, a meal together or something. Yeah, let's hang out. Um, thank you, guys. I got to go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank it you, was bro. an honor. Thank you so Rock much. On. Bye. Thank you so much. Well, that was Eric Jack from uh, Jake. Sorry. I'll, I'll fix that. The excitement uh, of drilling, Ricky. It, it, it has kicked you right in the face, hasn't it? Yes, it has. <laughs> and it, It's done it to me, man. I'm like... You gave me this opportunity, Ricky. I mean, I should. <laughs> I just want to give you a hug, Ricky. I'll be honest. No. Well, well, I'll, I'll hug you from from over you here. You get you bless <laughs> you with this, and I mean, for me, a sports guy to interview. Let's be honest, a rock star and musical artist. I mean, this is what they say: try to get out of your comfort zone, take the opportunity. I took it, and this is just one of the coolest things I've ever done in my career. So, thank you, Ricky. You're welcome. This concludes our interview for the. The, oh, sorry, the 18th of July. Once again, Eric Jake from Wild Street. On behalf of the Bear Man, I am the Prez, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, and we are out of here. Goodbye, everybody. Pipe Bomb Radio NYC, your home for music and entertainment every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday. 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Spreaker.com.